The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. Today, today uh, is the Michigan primary for both the Democrats and the Republicans, right? Yeah, so uh, before we tape this uh, around 6 o'clock before the polls close, so we don't know the results. Nikki Haley, win or lose, keep doing whatever it is you think that is. (laughs) Fascinating to watch. But uh, there is one interesting wrinkle that the pundocracy is watching tonight involving Michigan's large Arab-American population. You see, due to their broad disapproval of how Joe Biden has supported Israel's actions in Gaza, a coalition of Arab-American and Muslim leaders are urging Democrats to vote uncommitted in the primary as a form of protest. And it's very important. This is a peaceful protest. They're angry, but they're not going to do something insane and destructive like vote for Dean Phillips. And apparently, the Biden administration is optimistic about a ceasefire deal soon. The odd thing is how we found out about it. Last night, Biden appeared on Late Night with Seth Meyers. And I, for one, am so happy for my dear friend Seth that he had the president on his show. Even though we have invited him here to the Ed Sullivan Theater. (laughs) And I do not... Is he over there? I don't see him. He's not here, and he's not with you. Uh, Keep looking, you know? Maybe he's lost. He is so very, very old. (laughs) See what you made me do, Joe? You see, hurt people hurt people. (laughs) Anyway, so the president not only sat down for an interview with my former friend Seth, but (laughs) they went out to an ice cream shop where a reporter asked the president this. Can you give us a sense of when you think that ceasefire will start, sir? Well, I hope by the, the beginning of the weekend. I mean, the end of the weekend. At least my my, my national security advisor tells me that we're close. We're close. It's not done yet. And my hope is by next Monday, we'll have a ceasefire. That's a very statesmanlike response (laughs) and a reason to kindle hope. If he hadn't said it directly into a scoop of mint chip. (laughs) It's time to bring peace to a region that has known far too much... Tragedy. (laughs) Of course, uh, diplomacy has always gone great with dessert. Even at the Yalta conference, they had a chocolate fountain. (laughs) What I love most about this is how awkward this moment is for Seth Meyers. (laughs) (laughs) Just... Oh, fantastic. Is that great? I feel you. I feel you, Seth. This is why you have to be careful about inviting reporters to watch you film with your guests. You don't want to answer serious questions during a goofy segment. That's why Seinfeld stopped doing comedians in cars discussing Afghanistan. (laughs) Now, here in New York... Is this also in New York? This is also in New York. 
Here in New York, Trump has way bigger problems than ice cream cones. He, he's, he's got about 30 days to raise nearly half a billion dollars to pay his fraud judgments. But there's a more immediate threat because a jury also ordered him to pay $83.3 million for defaming E. Jean Carroll and in order to stop her from collecting immediately, Trump has to post 110% of the amount in a cash bond of $91 million by March 9th. <laughs> you know the old saying, March comes in like a lion and goes out like a bankrupt sexual predator. <laughs> hey, Trump's team... Trump's team... Trump's team, is, uh, he's tried some unusual legal maneuvering to postpone him having to cough up the cash. For instance, they said that he shouldn't have to pay because the judgment was likely to be overturned due to the fact that their client's behavior was not uniquely egregious. You can't get away with a crime just because it wasn't unique. <laughs> you never hear a jury say, we find the defendant derivative. Really? A victim's head in a box? Please, is it 1995? Boring! <laughs> but their craziest argument is that Trump shouldn't have to post a bond at all because he's too rich. <laughs> you can't argue with that logic. Also, also, Your Honor, I shouldn't have to go to jail because I'm too guilty. <laughs> I'm just... I don't think... People are noticing, by the way. People are noticing. Uh, spoiler alert, the judge said no to both arguments after he stopped laughing. Uh, speaking of Trump's crimes, uh, we're learning more about former Trump attorney and defendant who just sent a cocktail to the stenographer. <laughs> Kenneth Cheesebro. Uh, Cheesebro is the mastermind of the fake elector scheme to overthrow the 2020 election. But last year, Cheesebro pleaded guilty in Georgia and has been cooperating with Michigan and Wisconsin investigators in hopes of avoiding more criminal charges. But it turns out Cheesebro might not escape the cheese grater of justice because CNN found out that Cheesebro had a secret Twitter account. And that's bad news for him, since while he was under oath, he told prosecutors this. Do you have any social media presence? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, no, Twitter? I, I mean, uh, no. Uh, I, I, for whatever, I mean, before... Any uh, yeah. uh, alternate IDs that you're using for that kind of stuff? No, I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't do any tweeting. That is the sound of someone desperately trying to remove the Twitter app from their phone under the desk. <laughs> Uh, Twitter, no, I, uh, uh, I mean, I mean, uh, really, I'm a humana, humana, humana. I mean, I don't, uh, I don't have no damn face ID not recognized. Um, uh, uh, Regis, I would like to phone a friend. <laughs> now, Cheese Bro's secret account was called Badger Pundit. No, no, sir. Badger Pundit is not the alias of a Wisconsin-based election denier. Badger Pundit is a new cartoon show I am writing where a badger works at a 24-hour news network for animals that is headquartered in a big tree and is called Tree NN. <laughs> Their rival network is still Fox News, but with actual foxes. <laughs> Call me Paramount Plus. <laughs> is there still Paramount Plus? Yeah. Do you still have Paramount Plus? Ooh, there's a huge story from when we were on break that we haven't had a chance to talk about yet. The Alabama Supreme Court ruled that frozen embryos 
are children. Now, this surprised a lot of people and proves beyond a doubt the Republicans do not know what children are. <laughs> you know, kids. Sure, I know kids. You keep them in a vat of liquid nitrogen at negative 320 degrees. That's why they're called children, not warm dren. Come on. Think, folks. Now, one of the guys... One of the guys behind this decision is a Christian nationalist, Alabama Chief Justice and off-duty Captain Crunch, Tom Parker. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Judge Parker's ruling is disastrous for people trying to have children through IVF because it would force parents to pay for lifelong storage fees of embryos they will never be allowed to discard. So people are going to be desperate for cheap storage spots, okay? If you go to your parents' place, do not open that Christmas tin from the popcorn factory. <laughs> it's your frozen brother. Experts say this ruling would, quote, require embryos to remain in cryogenic storage even after the couple who underwent the IVF treatment have died, and potentially even after the couple's children, grandchildren, and even great-grandchildren have died. That's going to make for some weird family reunions. <laughs> Parker, say hello to your great-great-grand embryo. I don't care if he smells weird. Give him a kiss. <laughs> and and this, is, uh, this Alabama ruling is really just the beginning. As of 2023, fetal personhood bills have been introduced in at least 14 state legislatures, and they've already been enacted in Georgia and Missouri. On the bright side, if you're a pregnant woman driving in Missouri, you can now use the carpool lane <laughs> to drive out of Missouri. <laughs> now, Republicans are not going to stop at this. They're not carpool lane. <laughs> People love carpool lane jokes. Republicans are not going to stop at IVF. The next thing on their agenda is birth control. Right after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, Democrats in Congress introduced a bill aimed to ensure access to contraception nationwide, and 195 House Republicans immediately voted against it. You see, religious conservatives approve only the type of sex depicted in the Bible. One man, two of his daughters, and a pillar of salt that likes to watch. <laughs> We've got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, Josh Brolin. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest tonight is an actor you know from No Country for Old Men, Avengers, Endgame, and Dune. He now stars in Dune Part 2. How many men with you? 200. 200? Shh. You realize what you were able to achieve with 200 men? Incredible fighters. Duncan said there were millions of them. In the deep south. Yes. Well, what are you waiting for? With thousands of these guys, you could take control of the entire planet. It's your father's dream. What are you afraid of? Please welcome back to The Late Show, Josh Brolin. <laughs> nice to see you again. It's nice to see you too again, Stephen. In the flesh, in right. the flesh, because we we uh, we talk to each other via video fairly often. 
Fairly often. Fairly often. I mean, you, 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 you get back to me once every couple of months. But I always get back to you. I don't get back to you immediately. You don't. But then again, you got you, things going on. You he, got a show. This is the, sto- the story is for the people who don't know is that uh, you you sometimes send me videos yes. any hour, night, or day, yeah. usually when you're driving back, like, from your ranch back to L.A. Yes, sir. You got a few hours on your hands, and yeah. you go, well, I'll send Colbert a video. I got a few. When I have nothing going on, I think of you. Yes. <laughs> well, you have time to think I about do. the important things at <laughs> that do. moment. I do. But I found out last night, and yeah. I'm going to sort of break open the time-space continuum here by letting everybody know that I interviewed... Uh, uh, Rebecca Ferguson, who plays Lady Jessica in Dune, I know that. last night, even right. though it's not going to be broadcast until next right. week. And she told me that you send these videos to everybody. I, I that's thought not I true. was she special. She never said that. You're running an OnlyFans out of the in your car. Stop accusing me of something I didn't do. <laughs> no, but you know what she did? She texted me last night knowing that you and I communicate. Well, she told <laughs> me about that, and we have a clip of how that went down. Oh, Jim? really? Okay. Really? Actually, I texted uh, Josh Brolin right before, and I asked... Did you? Yeah, I did. And he said, you like sending weird videos of you fishing. Would you like to talk about no, this? No, no. <laughs> you see, I'm surprised you brought this up, because he, a couple years ago now, during COVID, he just cold videoed me. He just mm-hmm. sent me a video of him driving mm-hmm. back from some mountain that he I goes know to. I what's happening here. You're what's digging. happening? He's just driving. No, but he sends me videos, long, rambling, heartfelt videos... Oh, no, poetry. ...about how he's feeling. I know. Has I'm he busy. sent you semi-nude videos from his steam no. room? No. I'm friends he with his wife. He sent me those. If you can go get my phone, I'm not lying. <laughs> I have videos of him shirtless in a steam room. <laughs> Look at oh. him. Don't play it. Play it. Can you see that? (laughs) Wait, there's sound. Answer for yourself. Answer. Let me just show you something really quick. Sure. I know this has no sound on it or anything. Can you hold it up? Just hold sure, up. This is what I sent what him I back. back. That's what I sent him so back. Get on that. I just sent him. <laughs> it's just me and my boat, like, you know? Like, first of all, look at how small the boat is, because obviously you're not getting paid very well, and you need to, like... <laughs> I mean, that literally, the boat looks like it's going to sink at any minute. So I send you... That's the I boat send... I'm driving to my boat. <laughs> Whatever. I don't believe you. You don't know how us guys no, do with our like, boats? No, but I send you intimate, beautiful, like, you know, videos of myself, and then you send me... <laughs> I'm not... Hey, I'm chemo, not as comfortable... Hey, Kimosabi. I'm not as comfortable shirtless. You're not as... Well... My wife laughs at me whenever I send a video back to you, because if she's around to hear me recording, and she's like... Why do you talk that way when you send them? That's not what you sound like. You're trying to sound but you cool. Know what? I, actually... I always say like, hey, hit me back. I never say <laughs> like, hit me back. But you're like, you're only doing that because it's Josh Brolin. You no, think you have you to be cool for Josh it Brolin. It looks like that should be a selfie video. Yes. But you did it in a way that I suddenly realized that somebody else was filming it, which is your wife, I assume. No, no, it's, it's, my, it's my friend Chip Hill, my, my, one of my oldest friends in the world. Was oh, that's that weird in he's itself. My fishing but anyway. He's my fishing friend. Okay, speaking of friends. But the fact friends. that you go like this, you're like, hit me up, Kimosabi. And you're going, and then it, I didn't say like, Kimosabi. Something like that. I, I said, know. hit me back, you're about Jack. <laughs> Was I too cool? You're for you? my favorite uncool guy. <laughs> Thank you. 
Uh, so I also want to thank you for inviting me to the U.S. premiere of Dune on on Sunday night. Yes. Love, uh, love Dune, love, love Dune one, love Dune two. It's an amazing film, especially I mean, you love the, the you're, big a, you're a lover of the book. I mean, truly. Lover like of the book, it. but, you know, you can love the book and not love the movie. That's I mean, true. You can well, be most times you don't. Exactly. No, but I, I absolutely love it. Denis Villeneuve has done a Villeneuve. That was very Villeneuve, good. Right? You tried. Villeneuve. You tried hard. Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Nov like shove. No, not Nov. It's Nov like shove. I'm gonna. Dude, he's my friend. He's Denis. not your friend. Denis. Hold on. <laughs> Denis. Is he here? Is Denis here? Get him out here. Okay. We'll be right back with Stephen Colbert. We got a great show for you tonight. Skip. I just wanted to feel yeah, what it yeah. was like to be uncool. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. What a dick. Is coffee or water? <laughs> that's, that's water. You got... Oh, you... <laughs> oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That wasn't nice. That wasn't I like nice. being here more than I like being at home. Well, it's always wonderful to have you. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't want to drink that. My fingers were. I, right, I know. I'll take care of that. I there saw you go. put that stuff on. There you today. go. Hold on. So hold on. Maybe you're okay. Thanks, buddy. Denis, please. Well, Denis Villeneuve, yeah, everybody. Denis. Thank you. Please have a seat for just a moment. Please sit for just a moment. My Denis. two buddies, also. <laughs> Denis, first, first, yes, first, yes, first. Yes, sir. It's like uh, I, I debated with myself for a very long time. Should I change my name? for something like Ray Laser or something like that people could actually understand here. Ray Laser? Because, yeah. Dennis Smith. <laughs> yes. It's just that, seriously, it's Denis Villeneuve. Like Villeneuve. Catherine, like Catherine Deneuve. Did I get it right? Villeneuve. You did, actually. And you're not bad. I'm, 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 I'm so it's not, it's not Villeneuve like well, well, Shove. It's Villeneuve. <laughs> no, Villeneuve is good. Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Yes, yes, yes. No, Who just, says your name better? He just changed it for say, you. Say his name. Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. What? Denis That's, Villeneuve. But that, that's it. That's Who just said it's better? <laughs> you just copied <laughs> me. Actually, he's starting to get better. better. He's starting to get better. Do you hear that? He's starting to get better. I regret inviting you out here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I can go Denis Villeneuve, everybody. He'll be back. Yay! Yeah. An honor. Would you please come back tomorrow? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, we have to take a quick break, Mr. Brolin. What? But don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Josh Brolin, everybody. Now you can feel like you're in the audience at the Ed Sullivan Theater with official Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise at ParamountShop.com. Shop t-shirts, mugs, accessories, and more, and Late Show Pod Show listeners can take 20% off with code TLS20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show products with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. Stars of Dune Part uh, Two, Mr. Josh Brolin. Um, it's hard to give a synopsis of, of this great movie, but you did an amazing job. Uh, people have called this one of the greatest descriptions of any movie of all time. You posted this to uh, the Grams, right? This is your Instagram, right there. 
If you would, uh, would you mind reading your description of this film? Do you not have a? No, do you not I have? Do. I do, I do. Because I, I could do, do my, I, I could do my Josh Brolin impression. <laughs> don't. <laughs> do you want to read it? No, no, you read it. No, you no, read no, it. No, 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 please. No, okay, please. all right. It's it's kind of funnier if you read it. Okay, this is what I wrote. I don't know where it came from. This was probably from in the sauna naked. Also, so the the heat does get to the, the brain. The heat does get to the brain. So this is jo- Josh Brolin's description of Dune Two. Dune Two. Dune 2 release in less than two weeks. Robot lady and Wonka fall in love. <laughs> then Elvis tries to f- it all up with his, while his de- bad dad floats in a pool of pond scum. The WWE dude from Guardians gets super pissed while Midsummer Hottie puts the eyes on Wonka Obi-Wan just after his mom gets caught taking LSD in a sandy bathroom. <laughs> Shigor from No Country still doesn't like the guy from The Goonies. I mean, who doesn't want to see that on IMAX? The pandemic, as we knew it, is over. Strikes have come and gone. And it's time to commune again and experience that amazing feeling of when the lights go down, you have your hand deep in your popcorn worm, and Dune 2 consumes you. I do, I do sincerely enjoy getting uh, your, your messages via video, because as I said, they yours. are heartfelt. They're, they're, they're really lovely. You said rambling and then heartfelt, but it was just the same. I know it they has can this be, kind of they, double th- Those aren't mutually exclusive. No, they're not. No, they're not. For instance, this question is quite rambling at this point. It is. But it's also heartfelt. Yes. Um, but you're also a poet, as, as, as we have all learned. Mm-hmm. No, you are. You mm-hmm. write poetry. You are a poet. Don't shirk off the responsibility of your art. Okay. And you have, um, along with the, um, who's the DP who did this with you? Greg Fraser. Greg Fraser, who won an Academy Award for Dune One. Okay, and this is this is this is a book of uh, photography and poetry from Dune. And Beautiful. prose and and, and prose. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> and uh, here, there's like a lovely picture of our of our guest tonight, right there. There he is, <laughs> as Gurney Halleck. May I read this poem? Huh? May I read this poem? This is this is uh, after a day of shooting. One imagines. Yes. This day will soon dim. As the sculpted sand exhales softly into night. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Did I ruin it? No, 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 no. And you don't need. To... It's, be- it's beautiful, though. You know, it's beautiful. I was no, no, no. I love the it. way that you did it. Like I would love to write. That's a haiku. You remember when you were a kid? Five, you used seven, to write five. Yeah. Five seven five. Yeah. Like we should write a haiku about you right now. Can you do it that fast? Maybe. Okay. Stephen Colbert show. Best host in the biz? No. No. Best host in the biz? No. Best host in the biz. This is brown nosing. That's five, five, five. I I know. I had the seven there somewhere. Best host in television. (laughs) There we go. There we go. <laughs> that no, was no, no, but I said that about myself. You that made was me really like good. No, 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 no. It's not. You're not in it. You totally regressed with me. There By the go. way, there's something back here that I want to give you. And yeah. Denise' partner, Tanya Lapointe, yeah. did this book that's not out yet. So nobody has this book. What? I've seen the book, but this one is for you, oh, which is a gosh. genius, genius the, book the that she designed. The art and soul of Dune Part 2. Absolutely beautiful design. Um, so you've done, you've done two books yeah. now. Are you going to do more? No. I mean, I mean, 
Is there going to be another Dune? Do you know something? No, I... no, just you about anything you want. No, 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 no. It doesn't have to be about Dune. Not everything is Dune. Okay. <laughs> there is. I've yes. been, I, I wrote, uh, it is. It's an, uh, what they're, say, they call it an unconventional memoir that comes out in November. So they? I did. Who is this they? Harper Collins. Okay. <laughs> the publishers, okay. The publishers. Your life. No. That's a memoir. Yeah, that's why I say unconventional. <laughs> Because there's is stuff. It fiction it's or kind is it of fiction like a series of videos that I'm sending you. <laughs> That's what so it would rambling be. and heartfelt. Rambling and heartfelt. Very good. Yeah. It, but is it really? It's not about your life, or is no, it, it semi autobiographical? It's semi autobiographical. Do you there's talk some, about other people too? I do, and there's some fiction in there, and there's some prose in there, and there's some poetry, and there's there's some dialogues in there, there's some observations in there. So it's all over the place. You know, I I, I hope I can interview you uh, when that book Before comes book? out. I would love that. I interviewed your 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 stepmom. Barbara Streisand. You did. Who wrote, for her by book. the way, a thousand page a memoir. A thousand page memoir, exactly. My memoir is going to be 5,000 pages. <laughs> Very important, because five that times, sounds like a good book. It that is. sounds like five times, five times better. A book. Five times better. <laughs> did you watch it? No, because she told me. I said, Your memoir is coming out because she was always talking about her book when I was yeah. talking to her. And she's like, Well, my book, my book, my memory, my memory, my book. And then I, she, I said, How long is the book? She said, A thousand pages. I was like, Wow. So I wrote 5,000 pages. Um, we have to take another break here, but don't go in the way. Josh Brolin will be here when we get back. Hi, I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Dr. Naomi Bernstein. And we want to tell you about Calm the F*** Down, a guided meditation series from the Oversharing Podcast. This is something we've been planning for a long time. It's our most requested segment from the podcast. And these meditations are going to be between five and 10 minutes. They're going to be super quick because we don't have a lot of time. You're going to be so surprised how five to 10 minutes of really thoughtful meditations can transform your whole life. In addition to the first four meditations available at launch, we'll be doing two new meditations every single month. Plus, for the fans of Oversharing Podcast out there, you'll also get ad-free versions of every episode of the Oversharing Podcast. So if somebody wants to become a subscriber, how do they join? It's so easy. You just go to subscribe.betches.com and sign up now for only $4.99 a month. Or you can lock in our discounted rate if you sign up for the whole year. That's subscribe.betches.com. Or if you're in the Apple Podcasts app, you can just hit the subscribe button now and sign up in the app. It's as easy as that. We're going to strap you to that chair, Brolin. Brolin is here for the 900th time. We're back. And he's clearly so eager to stay. We're back with one of the stars of Dune Part 2, Josh Brolin. One thing that I got very excited to see you do in, in Dune 2 is we talked about this the last time you were here to talk about Dune yeah. was the, uh, is it the Basilette? The Basilette? The Balisette. The Balisette. The Balisette. And this is, this is a, this is a Balisette is a instrument that was made up by Frank Herbert yeah. that is played by your character, Gurney Halleck. Very difficult, multi-stringed instrument. 16 strings. 16 strings. And here, here is an image of what that imagined instrument looks like, which yeah. you play right. in the movie. Spoiler alert. You I play, pretend. You, you know, you play. No. I pretend. <laughs> That's not you playing it? No, it is me playing it. But what you're hearing is Hans Zimmer's music to what he put to that. Oh, what I okay. played sounds like this. 
And you are good. No, but wow, he, I've never heard a ballast set played so well. It was very sweet when you start writing yeah. things that people start, you know, yeah. talking about. And then, and then Denis came to me and he said, "Will you write the song? I want you to write the song because oh, we had really done lovely. a song for Dune One. It didn't stay in the movie. It was tonally wrong. <laughs> Maybe I was tonally wrong. Whatever. <laughs> it just didn't work for the movie. So he said." I want you to write the lyrics and I want you to collaborate with Hans Zimmer. And you're like, I'm going to collaborate sure. with Hans Zimmer. So I started writing furiously lyrics and I'd send them to Hans Zimmer, who was vacationing at the time. And then he would send me back like pictures of, you know, icebergs and stuff. And I would be like, you got to focus, brother. You got to. <laughs> well, did you get help. to keep this? No, I didn't ask for And I never do. Like, I did the Thanos thing and the glove, and yeah. I should have kept the glove. Did you wish you could keep this? Maybe. <laughs> Why, maybe? I mean, now, now, no, 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 it's amazing. And what they created, and Denis and all that, and what they created is incredible. One guy asked me, and it, of course it was in L.A., that one guy asked me if I'd learned how to play the ballast set before I got the movie, or did I have to learn after I got the movie? The guy obviously hadn't done his research. What'd you say? I said, it's a fictional instrument, bro. <laughs> Did you say I mean, bro? Did you say bro? No, honestly, end? well, you got to accentuate it with bro. Sure. I, honestly, what I said... Did you say hit me back, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I said my dad had played it. Honestly, this was my honest answer. You said the James I role? swear to God, because I was so blown away that he actually asked the question. I said, it's so funny you should ask that. My dad played when he was young... But he was never very good at it. And you know how parents push things on their kids that they're not very good at and they want their kids to become yes. it. So I, he forced it on me when I was four and a half. So by the time I got this movie at 53, I had my 10,000 hours in and I was super good at it. Well, I just wanted you to know in case you did want it, yeah. That and this is true. Seriously, Denis told me that you can have it. He's giving it to you. Seriously, as a gift from him? I would via you. <laughs> no, it's going to come from him. But no, no, but, but via he, you right now. Told me to tell you. I would I would take it with honor. It, I would be honored to have that at home. He'll take it. <laughs> Nice to see you. Love you. Don't stop the videos. Love you, Kimo Sabi. <laughs> All right, Chief. Dune Part Two is in theaters on Friday. The man is Josh Brolin. Everybody. Thank you for listening to the Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing: if you want to see more of me, come to the Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts.